Welcome back to another edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck, and today it's another 12 questions version of the podcast. This time it's with Austin Dillon of Richard Children's Racing. This is the second to last 12 questions interview of the season. The final one will be next week with Landon Castle, who wraps up the 12 questions for, I think, the seventh year in a row. But didn't want to uh, miss out on doing one with Austin this year. And fortunately, he was able to squeeze me in actually on race day morning recently. So I really appreciate that. Let's see how he answered this year's version of the 12 questions. All right, everybody, I'm here with Austin Dillon. And Austin, the first question is, how often do you have dreams about racing? Dreams about racing. Uh, I've had a couple dreams about racing. um, And one in particular was the Daytona 500. Um, I had this dream where... I looked in the rearview mirror and no one was behind me and I was coming to the checkered flag and uh, haven't had those memories very often, but I did have that one, which is crazy. I don't know. I just, I thought about it, thought about it, thought about it leading up um, this off season. And uh, that was kind of a dream and it all happened and it's weirded me out for a while, but uh, it, was, it was cool. And I haven't really had any more. I've had one or two others that I've brought up um, that just random tracks that I've been on. But you, when you get to focusing on them so much and you're on the simulator, you can see the track in your mind and um, <laughs> you, you just mind never sleeps kind of deal. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. If you get into someone during a race, whether it's intentional or not, does it matter if you apologize? Um, I think <clears throat> reaching out to the person uh, is, is, is fine if it wasn't intentional. You know what I mean? Like if, if uh, you didn't do it on purpose and it was just a mistake you overdrove and you hit them and it's like hey man i screwed up there you know i was over my head and that that's a good time to let someone know um if you did it on purpose i mean i think they know themselves pretty much all right already and then there's a conversation about why you did it if it was to get get back at them for something earlier or just because hey man i had to go like that was kind of the deal and i'm sorry for it but you understand Mm -hmm. that makes sense what is the biggest compliment someone could give you um wow um i think the biggest compliment you can get is uh, the person you are like you know um you're a good person like that that's a to me where your morals are like man you're you've uh you get it or like you understand it and and that that's a good compliment to me like uh, i'm more i'm more proud of the person you are than the driver you are Mm-hmm. you know away from the track like what what your um you know i'm a competitor i'm very competitive but hopefully i'm still uh, uh the person is what shows more than the the driver or what i do out on sundays because that really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things yeah that's cool okay so nascar comes to you and they're like hey we're bringing this big celebrity to the racetrack we'd love for you to take them around i know you've gotten to do that couple times this year with some people i'm jealous of i mean even like marshmallow at the the vegas parade um who's a celebrity you'd really like to host at a track who would i like to host at the track um who would be like the guide want to be hanging out with the most out of all these people right now the cool thing is all i'm a huge panthers fan so all my panthers buddies they're like they're awesome and real and I, I, whoever I did bring, ask to bring the track, I mm-hmm. would want them to be someone that I could just have like a friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not like I shell shock. I want to be shell shocked to be around them, but they, they, they talked and hung out like it was another one of my boys, my yeah. buddies. Um, 
so the relationship i'd want the relationship to be like instant whoever it was um I don't know why this this is popping in my head, but Will Smith seems like a cool person. I think that would be pretty cool. <laughs> well, in the background, Austin Powers is on right now. And they're yeah. doing the parody song to the Will Smith. Oh uh, yeah, just the two of us. That's so, right. Uh, maybe that's why popped that, in your head. That might but be that would it. be cool. Yeah. yeah, I think he's a pretty cool, dude. Yeah, uh, that would be somebody that would be interesting to have the track. Yeah, it seems like he was nice too. Like he generally is just like I watched some of his Instagram stories and with his family that he's just him kind of mm-hmm. deal. That's cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, so in an effort to show this is a health-conscious sport, NASCAR decides to offer the number one uh, pit stall selection for an upcoming race to the first driver willing to go vegan for one month. Would you do it? Oh, yeah. I'd really? No problem, yeah. I, I um, do a lot of things with my diet to like keep discipline just as a person. I've just gotten back on it, actually. There for a while, I was slacking, but um, my uh, like diet is pretty important, and it's mostly because I've talked to McCaffrey, uh, and he got me started back on eating right and just taking care of my body. So hmm. I don't eat bread, cheese, um, chicken, and uh, I if I do pasta, it's gluten free, wheat free. I just started that and I've leaned down a little bit. Wow, do you feel better? Being yeah, on that? I feel better, and um, it's, it's and some of it's just about like seeing it and not eating it, right? Like um, just teaching yourself like you don't have to have that to function you know what i mean and uh that's cool because i mean i i used to eat a lot of Mm chick-fil-a and uh just because it's convenient chicken's great uh but that's something that i just kind of cut out just to be disciplined wow christian mccaffrey positive influence yes very positive um okay so now it's time for the random race challenge and i've so i picked a random race from your career and you have to tell me where you finished in this race yeah i tried to make it somewhat hard I, I don't know if you'll oh my gosh finishing numbers this is going to be tough okay this is really tough i'm going back to 2016 for this one and it's the michigan spring cup race do you have any memory of this i think so i'm hoping it is the package that we tried with the high spoiler and i was racing matt kenseth like back and forth i think i finished fourth in that one or i have sixth? eighth eighth okay was it the high spoiler package there's one in there that I was running really well that we started in the back and um we stayed out on fuel and took the lead but uh eighth might be correct that probably oh it is correct obviously but uh that that might be i'm just wondering if it's the same package if it was a high spoiler package uh well this one you didn't have any laps led so okay it might so have been it a different one. one yeah yep. that might have been the fall one yeah that one yeah okay um are you good at remembering races in general um not really not really the finishing orders. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at where I finished on some of them. I know the vicinity. Mm-hmm. I can tell you details of each race. Like, if you bring it up, I can tell you what was going on during the race. Right. And what happened. But the number, I don't focus on the, the finish number, usually. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Unless it's a win. <laughs> Austin, who's the best rapper alive? Best rapper alive. Ah, oh, man. I, my era is Lil Wayne. I remember riding with one of my friends to... Um, go snowboarding every Thursday up in Boone, and we would listen to the drought like all the way down. And uh, that, I mean, we'd listen to that mix all the way down every day, and we'd memorized almost all the lines, and it was pretty witty. I always loved that. Well, um, as we're sitting here today, he just came out with the Carter Five uh, yeah. this weekend. Have you gotten to listen to I haven't to it? listened to it, but I'll be on it. Maybe tonight I'll get on it after we get through this race. Because he says he's the best rapper alive all the time. So, you know. The best rapper yeah. alive. <laughs> um, who has the most punchable face in NASCAR? <laughs> I mean, it's got to be Kyle. I mean, it's just like that, that 
that's the guy that took the the i don't know if he got who he got punched by by vegas but when his blood the i just picture his face because when he had the blood running down and everything yeah it just i don't know if that's why i guess yeah that pops into your head yeah okay so nascar enlists three famous americans to be involved with your race team for one race as part of the big publicity push they're doing they're going to bring taylor swift lebron james and tom hanks to the track one's going to be your crew chief one's going to be your spotter and one's going to be your motorhome driver who do you sign to which role between Tom, LeBron, and Taylor? Oh man! Wow, that is that is tough. Um, okay, I let uh, I let Taylor spot because I think um, a woman spotter would actually be a good thing. Um, I've always kind of thought that. Um, uh, there's not any, I don't think, on the spotting deal so yeah. i feel like they would take a lot of the bias out and just spot and um give you what they see because mm-hmm. uh, women are kind of like that and um, i feel like they women they take out bias sometimes which is nice and uh so a, a woman spotter would be a good thing i think taylor would do good up there hmm. um i would let uh tom hanks uh crew chief and um because i feel like he would uh, make light of tough situations, mm-hmm. and uh, but he would stay in the game. Um, LeBron would be the bus driver because when I was chilling, we could go shoot hoops. Yeah, that'd be fun. There you go. That'd be a good downtime yeah. experience. Trainer, kind of. Uh, what is the key to finding the best pre-race bathroom? That is that is a tough one. Um, it happens last second. Um, not gonna lie, this year is, is uh, <laughs> I actually. I'm going to give you this because uh, this will be entertaining for your followers. And so um, a couple races in a row, I was struggling to remember to go pee early enough. Like I would go to the bathroom, but during the time I drank enough water during the time, like walking to intros and getting through intros. And then I would go straight to my car instead of like, it's a really routine. Like when you get done with intros, you need to go use the bathroom, then take the pictures by the car. Well, I was going to the car a couple times in a row and um, the pictures would start, and the national anthem would start, and it would kind of happen all at once. Well, then I would have to pee after the national anthem, and like running to find a bathroom after the national anthem, you have to get ready at that time. Like it's bang bang at that point. Um, so like I always look for a porta john and try and hit it before I get to my car to get the pictures taken. Well, this time I got to the car, and uh, everything happened quick. National anthem's over, and I had to pee, and I was not going to get in the car and pee during the race because it's hard to pee yourself when you're strapped in mm-hmm. so i just uh I, I actually peed myself right by the left rear tire i had two of my guys stand there i was like i'm just gonna pee myself right now and i peed standing like right there with my suit on and it was like the the suit like you could see it change color like and i <laughs> then i just got in the car and um couldn't uh, you just like pee on the tire or well something? you know i there Bristol like is 400 stories yeah. up so like I figured there's just that one person up there zoomed in taking a picture of you getting in the car and uh you know might get a, a real good picture of me <laughs> peeing on the left for tire but um I, I thought about peeing like in between the wall in there but it's just so high up at Bristol yeah so I was just like screw it like just let it rip now and <laughs> it'll all be good it's long race sweat sweat will just kind of it'll dissipate but uh yeah that happened this year 
So you had to race 500 laps in your P yeah. from the start. From the start, yeah. yeah. You know it's going to be a long one when that happens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, NASCAR misses the highlight reel value brought by the Carl Edwards backflips, and they decide a replacement is needed. How much money would they have to pay you to backflip off your car after your next win? Oh, man. How much money to mm-hmm. t- try it? Gosh, I... I just don't think I could complete the backflip, so I'm I'm going to take a risk of hurting myself. I mean, they could make that happen for probably. I could try it for, for two million. Okay. And uh, it's probably going to land in a backflop, so I, I'm probably going to need surgery. Hopefully, that covers it. <laughs> two million plus medical. Yeah, plus medical. There you go. Um. So each week, I ask a driver to give me a question for the next interview. Last week was Chris Busher, and his question for you is, if you win at Charlotte again, as you did in the 600, now that there's artificial turf in the infield, will that alter your um, slide belly flop celebration? I'm definitely going to uh, use the, the turf um, that looks interesting. I wonder if, it, if it's just going to stick, though. could be dangerous. Uh, we'll definitely try it. Um, Hopefully I don't get any, like, you know, all the football players that played on turf, they get those, like, burns. Right. Hopefully I don't get any turf burn or anything like that. But I'll figure that out when it comes down to it. It'd still be worth it. Probably. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And then the uh, the next interview I'm going to be doing is with Landon Castle. Uh, do you have a question I can ask Landon? Oh, man. Landon. If someone would sponsor you to grow out your hair till it reached your knees, <laughs> um would you would you uh wait and wear it that long and and keep it that way for your rest of your racing career like would you wear it to your knees until you were done racing and um that yeah that's it that that's like the only way you can get a sponsor is if they if he's willing to do that yeah and like would he do it for yes that? yeah that's a good question right. that I, or or even like rock dreadlocks to the track you know like yeah dread out his hair and just roll with it yeah All right, man. Thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. All right, everybody. So there you have it. 12 questions with Austin Dillon. Thanks to him for his time doing that, especially since it was race day morning. I was trying to squeeze in a bunch of interviews that weekend. Uh, That was Charlotte weekend before I was getting off the road and uh, didn't know when I'd be back and wasn't sure I'd be able to um, record enough 12 questions to get me through the year. So Austin and his uh, PR rep, Jackie Franzel, agreed to do it on race day, which is like sort of an extra ask, I think for, for a lot of the drivers. Um, cause usually they're, you know, it's, they're trying to focus on the race that day. So to, uh, to be able to do that on the race day was, uh, cool. And I appreciate him being willing to do it once again, a little bit of housekeeping to go over with you. So, um, typically on Thursdays, I come out with the, how I got here podcast. And as I mentioned on a previous podcast, that series is going to be wrapping up um, after the season, I like to do it sort of a different theme every year if I can. A couple years ago, I did the social spotlight podcast, and um, this year was the how I got here, kind of trying to come up with a new idea for next year. But um, I am actually, it looks like I'm going to be coming up one short on the um, filling up the season for the how I got here podcast. I had one that was scheduled to go, and it just it, it didn't work out. It fell through, um, sort of backed out unexpectedly and and I had all my eggs in that one basket. So, um, I don't have one. So I guess a kind of a couple options and I'd love to hear from you on Twitter, what you think I should do. 
Um, I could either just end the series and go out with a, a good one, which was Jeff O'Keefe last week from Toyota, the guy who worked uh, with like Bette Midler and Barbara Streisand and ends up with Toyota Racing, um, leaves the New York scene and, and fulfills his dream of being a NASCAR. That was kind of a good one. Um, I could do one where I just go over my own story. I've had some people request that this year, and I thought that's eh, kind of like egotistical to just give my own story on the how I got here. But um, I don't know if, if, if people think that they've, they're more recent followers and they don't know um, how I got to where I am today or something, maybe they'd be interested. But that seems kind of uh, like putting myself in the spotlight a lot. So I, I don't know if I'm uh, willing to do that. But if, if a lot of people are interested in it or they don't know the story or something, then I guess I could um, just do that for Thursday. Otherwise, yeah, like I said, I could just end it. Um, either way, the next post-race podcast will be from Phoenix. I will be there this weekend, and I will uh, have another media member to break down the elimination race, and we'll figure out who's in the final four at that point. And then next week's 12 questions will be the last one of the season, and it ends, as I mentioned, with Landon Castle, who is the traditional last but not least slot. So hopefully you will enjoy that one as well. If you have enjoyed these podcasts all season long, and you subscribe to them through iTunes. A rating and review never hurts, I think. Um, of course, unless you hate it, maybe it does hurt. But if you if you do enjoy it uh, and you wouldn't mind getting on there to um, leave a comment or a review, that would kind of help spread the word, I think, and get a little bit higher on the search rankings for other people who are looking for NASCAR podcasts and might not follow on Twitter or things like that. So that would be appreciated if you wouldn't mind helping out that way. Anyway, thank you as always for listening, and I will talk to you next time on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast.